of God increasing glory, ever increasing glory. I'm excited. Are you excited to be in church this morning? Okay. Tell your neighbor you look good. At least you can offer that. Smile. If your neighbor is not smiling, maybe you should change you. Even if your neighbor is wearing nose mask, you will know whether your neighbor is smiling or not. Is your neighbor smiling? Glory be to God. I remember when I was in secondary school. Um, yeah, secondary school particularly. I mean, my dad, God blessed his memory. Uh, at about f- five or thereabout, I knew my dad was a vice principal. I mean, we grew up in the quarters, so, and I see people, you know, call my dad or gal, 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 gal all the time and stuff like that. And so, maybe we had a bit of privileges, you know, being Oga's son and stuff like that. When I entered secondary school, uh, sometimes, some, my dad won't just be able to pay school fees on time. You know, salary was bad. Public secondary school, as a matter of fact. Akiyono Grammar School, that was the school. And so, it wasn't the principal of the school that I attended, but it was posted to another station. But of course, there is an umbrella, you know, an umbrella of principal. So they, they knew each other, stuff like that. So, Sometimes when they're about to send children out of school, a uh, few occasions I, I was sent out for not being able to pay school fees. And so when I get to the house, my father will say to me that, ah, didn't they know you are a principal's son? I said, maybe they didn't know. I said, okay, no problem. Tomorrow you're going back to school. I said, ah, daddy, are you going to pay tomorrow? He said, no, don't worry. I'll pay when I get my salary. I don't have money now. Not because he was abusing his office. Perhaps he didn't have, you know, capacity to pay at that time. And so he would write me a letter. And on that letter, he would write his address, his school address. Then he would write, he usually start the letter with, the bearer, Tolu Lokwe, Akinpe Lumi Ige, is my son. And so, you write other things like accord him all the helps he needs and allow him to stay in class till I'm able to pay. And then they will sign and put a stamp of his office on it. Say, go to the principal's office and hand it over to the principal. (laughs) Maybe my dad is, well, sometimes the senior of the principal of the school, so, of course, there's hierarchy. So, I, I walk boldly to the office and I asked for the principal. I said, my name is Toluige. My dad is a principal. And he said, I should give you this letter. I said, we read the letter. I said, oh, you didn't tell us. No problem. We understand. You know, I'm a father too. I'm a principal too, you know. And so I will stay in class. The message will be passed across to the bursary that Tolu Lokwege is, you know, 
So when they are mentioning names or reading out names of people that are owing, they will just omit my name. And so I will stay in class until my father is able to pay. Sometimes I was meditating about the name Jesus. And so I asked myself, how much of this name do I know? When the purpose of something is not known, possibly we will not walk in the right understanding of what we have or what we know or we might abuse what we have. My dad was not Jesus. And sometimes because people know my, my father or knew that my father was a principal, when they are you know, dishing out punishment, they give me special because they will say that because you are a principal son, we have to treat you specially. You cannot turn out bad because you are my august son and all of that. But that's the way I'm going. But this, the, the story is this or the lesson from my illustration is that do you know Jesus? So this month we'll be looking at God helping us the name of Jesus. Believers must come to that point where they should walk in the right understanding and in the boldness of the name of Jesus. The name, the name of Jesus is greater and higher than all name. It is not an ordinary name. It is the name that is full of power. Also, there was some guys in the Acts of Apostles. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is not part of the Salmon manuscript. And the seven sons of Sceva, or the sons of Sceva, were they seven? I cannot. So they were trying to cast out a demon from a lady, from a girl. And the demon spoke and said, Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. Who are you? So in other words, the disciples were able to do what Jesus will do because of their understanding of that name, Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Jesus. You know, because we were, a number of us, you know, Christian homes, we were just, so Jesus, any small thing, even Jesus. Anything, Jesus. So we are so used to the name that we we don't walk in the power of that name. And so the devil just play all sort of things, you know, because we don't have understanding. I trust Holy Spirit to help us this morning. We pray, Jesus, that you will lead us, you will teach us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Who named him Jesus? Maybe I should ask someone. Maybe we could just say, if you, if you ask, what is the meaning of Jesus? I'm sure a number of us will say, Jesus means Savior. He is a Savior. Yes, he is. 
But who gave him that name? Because I know that because God gave Jesus his name, he derived all his power from the one that has given him that name. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 to 23 tells us and she will have a son and you are to name him Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with her. So every time you mention the name of Jesus, what you are saying is that God is with me. Each time you call the name of Jesus, what you are saying is that God, you are with me. And so you are expected to walk in that courage that God is indeed with you. We are not supposed to be well. The problem is that if you don't believe in what you call. You see, when you wear a crown, there is a boldness that comes to you because there is a crown on you. Because you are a royalty. You don't shake that head anyhow. Have you seen the queen just doing like this? From my little understanding, I realized that once you are born into a royal home, there are things that they will begin to teach you from, from, the, from a younger age. The way to walk, the way to talk, the way to speak, the way to eat, the way to... It's, it's like a... It is... You have to be taught the way of the king's. Because when a child is born, if it's a girl, one day you might become a queen. If you're a boy, you might become a king. And so it is necessary, just so you don't go out to embarrass them, that you will be taught the culture of a royal family. And so, prince don't beg. They don't. Queens don't beg. The Bible tells us that where the word of the king is, there is power because his word is law. You must understand that whatever it is that will be, when you say that let the lame walk, it is not in your capacity, but it is in the capacity of the name that you believe. Jesus is the beloved of the Father. Jesus is the beloved of the Father. Matthew chapter 12 verse 18 tells us that. Take a careful look at my servants. My chosen one, I love him dearly. And I find all my delight in him. I will breathe my spirit upon him and he will decree justice to the nations. Matthew chapter 17 verse 5 tells us that but even as he spoke a bright
white cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said this is my dearly beloved son who brings me great joy listen to him everything on earth and in heaven must listen to Jesus because his ways delighted the father and you must also understand that before the foundation of the earth was laid Jesus was had already been so John 1 says John chapter 1 John chapter 1 let's go there very quickly it's on the board the book of John chapter 1 media is this on the board still in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God was with God in the beginning through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it and will never overcome it there was a man sent from God whose name was John and all of that and all of that The name of Jesus. If you want to title this message, the name of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 tells us, For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as delightful children, as delightful children, through our union with Jesus, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love that cascades over us will glorify his grace. For the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus, he has for us. He has for us. And this unfolding plan brings great, brings him great pleasure. It is the delight of God to send Jesus, his son, to die on the cross for you that you may also become is delightful one. So you must come to that understanding that Jesus is not a name that you should joke with. You cannot sit on the fence in the knowledge of that name. It is either you know him or you don't know him. But it's better that you know him. It's better that you know Jesus. The more of him that you know, the more of his glory in you. Because Jesus himself is the glory of the Father. And that glory is in you. So the knowledge of that name decides how bright your glory will be. No wonder Paul will say that I may know him. That I may know him and the fellowship of his what? Resurrection. That I may know him. And he said, being conformed to what? 
to his image. We must take that name seriously. We must love the name. We must walk with the name. It should not just be a name that you will call when you are in trouble. It's a name that you must love. And you see, that name will only work if you believe in that name. They that must come to God must first believe that he is God. And he is the rewarder of them that will diligently seek him. Let me say to you, the reason why that name has not been working for you is because you don't believe enough in that name. It is tested and trusted. That name cannot fail. I want to say this, that the one that carries the crown influences the world around him, not the other way around. If you know you carry the crown of Jesus, the crown of his glory, and the world is still influencing you, I hope your crown is not made from cotton. Jesus is the beloved of the Father and he is our high priest forever. Our high priest forever. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 4 to 5 tells us that and no one can become a high priest simply because he wants such an honor. He must be called by God for this work just as Aaron was. Verse 5. That is why Christ did not honor himself by, by, by assuming he could become high priest. No. He was chosen by God who said to him you are my son. Today I have become your father. Jesus is our high priest forever. No one could have paid the ultimate price for the sin as a result of Adam's fall. No one. Jesus said you do not find satisfaction in the blood of animals. And then he said I have come so that I may Fulfill all that is written of me in the volume of books. Jesus is our high priest forever. Everything finds completion in the name of Jesus. Jesus is supreme. Jesus is supreme. Everything finds completion in him. Colossians 1 verse 15 to 18 and 20 tells us he is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God and the firstborn heir of all creation. For through the Son, everything was created, both in every realm and on earth and all that is seen and, and all that is unseen, every seat of power, realm of government, principality and authority. It was all created through him and for his purpose. What other thing should you be looking for if not Jesus? 
everything created in heaven and on earth what has been what it what is being and what will ever be finds completion in him which is why he can tell us that seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and every other thing shall run after you paraphrased by tolvige is it not easy to seek one one jesus that is supreme and every other thing i shall be given maybe sometimes we'll look at how to seek jesus everything finds completion in it verse 18 17 he said he existed before everything was made and now everything finds completion in him verse 18 he is the head of his body which is the church as he is and since he is the beginning and the first one hears in resurrection he is the most exalted one holding first place in everything and by the blood of his cross everything in heaven and on earth is brought back to himself back to his original intent restored to innocence again glory be to god by the blood of jesus everything is restored back to what it was in other words everything was restored back to god's intention at creation so now you want to look at the man that God created. That is who you are. The one with power. The one with dominion. The one with authority. The one that is fruitful. The one that is smart. The one that is hardworking. Because Adam had work. Authority is a exosia. That's divine authorization. That's who you are. So when you speak forth, heaven backs your words up because Jesus lives in you. Because Jesus had finished the work and he lives inside of you. So it is not your fault that things must bow to you. It is not your fault. It has to be so. You're not being proud. No. It's just the benefit of Christ's work on the cross. So, if anybody says you are too bold, just tell them, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Jesus lives inside of me. If anybody says to you, oh, you don't even have any sense of guilt, tell them, oh, I'm sorry I cannot have. Because Jesus paid the price already. I cannot walk in condemnation. You cannot condemn me. It doesn't matter whether you don't see anything good in my life. Your opinion does not matter. God sees good in me. Don't let people's words, you know, bring you down. Somebody say you are good for nothing. Who are they? Did they die for you? No. God saw God. God saw good in me. And he sent his son to die for me. So, if you cannot die for me, it does not matter your opinion. I'm sorry. Keep it. Somebody is saying to you that, ah, why, are you, you are, you are too, why are you shining all the time? It's the glory of God, though. 
It's God that is doing it. It's not my fault. It's God. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. So let me shine and shine well. Maybe you can just tell uh, uh, your goodness looks good on me. You're right. Do you know this song? Omo baba le mi she ni pa igbagbo ninu Jesu she bi baba mi lo nile krimari kimanyo dream big let your dream be big the small ones you cannot even achieve it anyway so why do you want to waste your faith dream big let your dream be big let it be big because God can do all things. The ones that you have achieved, was it by your effort? The same faith that is required to achieve what you have achieved is also the same faith that is required to achieve bigger things. It's same Jesus that will do it. In him, everything finds completion. But back to himself, back to its original intent, restored to innocence again. Jesus is the access to the Father. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21 and 23 tells us that even though you were once distanced from him, living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and the actions. He reconnected you back to himself. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifices of his own body as the same payment on your behalf so that you would dwell in his presence. And now there is nothing between you and Father God for he sees you as, oh glory be to God, he sees you as only flawless. He sees you as holy flawless and restored. Say this to yourself. God sees me as holy, flawless and restored. Verse 23. If indeed you continue to advance in faith, assured of a firm foundation to grow upon, Never be shaken for the hope of the gospel you have believed in. And this is the glorious news I preached all over the world. That was Paul speaking to the Colossians church. The book of John chapter 17. John chapter 17 verse 20 Jesus had prayed for the disciples that were with him those that he could physically see and so he was praying for me. I saw myself here. He was praying for me, praying for you. 
Verse 20, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. In other words, those that will believe in Jesus through the message of the people I had previously prayed for. Who will believe in Jesus through the message of his disciples. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Verse 22. I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one as we are one. Can you see yourself in that scripture? Can you see yourself in that scripture? Can you see the glory of God in you? Jesus prayed for you that you may have the glory of the Father. You are not ordinary. You are not one without essence. You are not one without relevance. You matter to God. You matter to the same Jesus. Now tell me, is Jesus not worth taking with every level of seriousness that we that is required? Matthew chapter 28. Of course, you know, Jesus had resurrected. And I found something very funny. The scribes, you know, the, the glory cannot be, is it concealed now, right? It cannot be covered. They've done all that they could. They've crucified Jesus. He had died. He had resurrected. Now, they still want to cover the expression of the Father. How is that possibly possible? Now, they said, to the guards that when they are asked what happened to the body of Jesus that they should tell them that while they were sleeping or while they were asleep his disciples came and stole his body now if, if they were to ask me that question really if I were to be the one cross examining them the question I would have loved to ask them is, okay, how did you know that it was his disciples that took his body when you were asleep? And also the second part of it is that by the Romans law, those guards will not be the ones to, to, to say it. They will have been long gone. They will be killed. For sleeping on duty. Because you are not supposed to be sleeping in the first place. That was the Pharisees' attempt to cover God's glory. To cover Jesus. It's not possible. Your glory cannot be covered. It's not possible. He that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of you. How can you not live in the full expression of God's intent for your life? It is, it is only your heart that can limit you. If you don't believe that you can live in the full expression of God's intent for your life, then 
you can't be helped. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of time. And so you see Peter living in the full expression in the name of Jesus in the book of Acts of Apostles. Acts chapter... Verse 4 to 7. Peter and John looked at him intently. There was a beggar who was asking for help, money to eat. He was lame, couldn't walk. He needed help. And he said to them, Peter, you know, please give me money. And so they looked at him intently. And Peter said, look at the horse. The lame looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I will give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And, he, and as he did, the, lay, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. That was the apostles expressing the glory of God. We do not have money. We do not have silver. But we have a name that is above all things. And in this name, we command you to stand and walk. The same name was in the expression of the disciples' shadow that was cast on a dead body. And the body received life. I have seen God's expressions in my life. I remember a testimony of one of our sisters. She, 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 she called my wife and she said, this is the doctor's report. At that time, she was not even married. She was still in school. And she said that the doctor said, I have a, I have a ovarian cyst or something like that. And that she had to go through surgery. And then we said, no, we'll pray first. Then we prayed and we asked her to return for the test. And when she came out, they said, the thing that is no longer there. That is the expression of God's power. You also can live in the expression of that power if you will believe in that name. 
if you will believe in that name as we conclude i want us to read second corinthians chapter second corinthians chapter three i think that's Verse 7. Now if the ministry that brought death which was engraved in letters of stone came with glory so that the Israelite could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory. Transitory though it was. Will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that brought condemnation was glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness. For what was glorious has no glory. Now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was transitory came with glory. How much greater is the glory of that which lasts. Therefore since we have such hope. We are very bold. We are not like Moses. We will put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their mind were made dull for this day. The same day remains when the whole covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day when Moses is read, all veil covers their heart. A veil covers their heart. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, who with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. I charge you as you go into the week, that you will live in the expression of God's glory. Let the world know that you have Jesus living inside of you. Walk in the boldness of what has already been handed over to you. Remind yourself every day of the week that I have power, I have authority, and I have dominion. Tell yourself that I am fruitful. Tell yourself that I matter to God. Tell yourself that I'm an agent of change and wherever I am the glory of the Lord must be seen make up your mind to believe in Jesus and to make bold the confession that Jesus is Lord let's bow our head to pray Father we thank you this hour for your word that has come to us thank you for blessing us Lord, we want to know you more and more. Give us the enablement that we may walk the walk that you have called us to in the name of Jesus. If you are in this auditorium and you don't know Jesus, it will not be good for you to go back the same way. I will ask you that you say this prayer after me in the Lord Jesus. Today I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins.
I believe that you died on the cross and you rose again. I believe that you are coming back again. And I believe that Jesus is Lord. And so I make that confession to you that please, my heart is open. Dwell inside of me. Help me as I walk with you. Let my life not be the same again. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you as you said that prayer. I will encourage you to please see any of the pastors, any of our leaders at the end of the service. And if you have said that prayer online, I will ask you that you please go to a church close by and tell the pastor that you just received Jesus. But I will ask that you look for a Father of Life church close to where you stay. And if you cannot find any, ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. You now have Holy Spirit living inside of you. And he will begin to lead you from today henceforth. Trust is leading. And go to a Bible church close to where you stay and tell them that you just received Jesus. Write us. We would like to know how you're doing. God bless you.